up your most trusted news thruple. As always, Nina and Hunter are here today. Mm -hmm. Hi, guys. Hi. Mm -hmm. Hello. Nina, can and I just say, you look really good. I actually saw you before we even got on camera. It was so bright that it shined through all my walls, and uh, I knew you were... I knew you were there. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Hunter. Thank you so much. I appreciate your words. Uh, <laughs> okay. Friendly reminder to ignorant dip everywhere. If you post or do racist things, you're going to get fired. Vanderpump mm. Rules just dropped four of its cast for racially insensitive remarks. The show The Flash Fired co-star Hartley Sawyer for past sexist and racist tweets. Mm. Teen Mom got rid of Taylor Selfridge for a racially insensitive post. And MTV's The Challenge fired Dean Nguyen for racially charged comments. Out of pure transparency, we have to mention that Vanderpump Rules is an NBC show. The, to me... The crazy thing is, I think all of these people who have these racist things that they decide to put out into the public in such a way like Twitter, where you're you're basically you're not talking to a friend, you're talking to followers who may or may not know you, even if you're not famous. Right. That's correct. That comes from a deeper place. But then I always think to myself, how do they not, once they become famous, delete these tweets entirely? You know, even. And I, and I understand deleting the evidence, but the fact that it was made in the first place is more of my problem. You know, it's like, yeah. to me, I'm not really concerned about the cleanup. You know, I'm more concerned about the fact that people are doing these kinds of things and thought it was okay. Like, it's like, have we all thought ignorant things? Of course. And to get on your phone, log on to Twitter and tweet things where you're using the N-word, where you're saying just sexist, racist, just the, the homophobic, the most ignorant things you can think of and to put it into the world and then go about your business. I, I, if you have one follower, 100 or 100 million, it just seems incredibly stupid and irresponsible and also just mm -hmm. makes you look like an overall person. So the fact Completely. that, you know, they're cleaning house with these people, it's long overdue and it shouldn't have taken until 2020 because a lot of these tweets and posts were up before then. And then some of these people are just reacting to people and saying things that they, they shouldn't even be in their brain. Mm -hmm. hundred. I mean, even if you have zero followers on Twitter, the fact that these people took to their phones and felt comfortable even typing out these words and then sending them out, like, yeah. just shows that most people are more up in the head than we realize. And this has been trending all day. HBO Max dropped Gone with the Wind from their library because of its racist depictions. And apparently that pissed off Megyn Kelly, who went on a snarky Twitter rant demanding HBO drop Friends, Game of Thrones, and anything John Hughes and Woody Allen too. She's basically having a tantrum because there are people who are making decisions that, hey, these, these films that were inc incredibly racist or racial, racially charged look crazy in the light of 2020 and we need mm -hmm. to do more. They're, they're, they're saying that they're going to provide context at the beginning of the film. Um, there have mm -hmm. been black people who have been incredibly uncomfortable with this movie for years. I mean, this movie had happy slaves. Like, this movie, while it may be a classic to many, you know, that doesn't apply to everybody. And I think that the fact that people just want to keep things that the way that they have been for the last 20, 40, 50 years have to take a look at there have been people who have been sitting uncomfortably for many, many years. You're uncomfortable for two seconds and you want to have a mm -hmm. revolt. Yeah, that's very, I mean, I've never seen Gone with the Wind and I'm not going to see it now. I, I'm happy that that is no longer going to be an option for me because I don't feel like I've missed out on anything after all these. I years. mean, it'll still be an option for you. They're not completely taking it down. I'm not going to be searching for it. <laughs>
Well, the TV show Cops may not be coming back for its 33rd season because the Paramount Network tells E they, quote, don't have any current or future plans for it to return. A&E is reportedly still deciding what they will do with their hit series Live PD. Nina, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. I mean, as a fan of the show, do you think it should come back? Will you still watch it? Um, you know, for me, no. Uh, there have been, um, you know, cops isn't anything we have to worry about because they've decided to end that for sure, so it won't be coming back. Um, for Live PD, there have been some incidences within just like the last recent couple of weeks that have been questionable um, as people were getting arrested, and I think there was a fatality involved. So, you know, there are questionable practices that have been going on. And I and I just, to be honest with you, this just isn't the time. Um, we, we've talked about being triggered. This is definitely triggering. And, uh, you know, if this is something I think I'm going to have to move past because it's just a, the, the climate that we're in, it's not funny. It's, you know, I think before it was watching stupid criminals, but, you know, now it's getting so intense. It, it's just, there's nothing to laugh at. There's also the psychological effects it has on its viewers, especially cops in its heyday was uh, kind of criticized for showing uh, mostly black people getting arrested. What it's doing is it's highlighting just really unfortunate parts of people's lives and the people who watch it can use it to think whatever they want and that's what's scary is they can use it to form their opinions, use it to form biases and racism and it, it gets mm -hmm. gross. And we it just, just don't know in, in, the, what, in the proportions of what they're showing versus what they've, what they've shot, you know? So it's right. just difficult to know what's really accurate. Mm -hmm. And it looks like not everyone appreciated Sesame Street trying to explain the Black Lives Matter movement to kids. Fox News host Tucker Carlson had this to say to Elmo. Are the protesters sad? They are sad and upset. And they have every right to be, Elmo. People are upset because racism is a huge problem in our country. Yeah. Across the country, people of color especially in the black community, are being treated unfairly because of how they look. It's a children's show. Got that, Bobby? America is a very bad place, and it's your fault. So no matter what happens, no matter what they do to you when you grow up, you have no right to complain. That's the message, and it starts very young. I don't like that his name is what? so close to my name. That's the part that <laughs> with me. I, Who's I Bobby? Just, what does he I, say? Like there's a lot of black Bobbies. Is 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 Bobby just a white name, y'all? Is, 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 I have a cousin named Bobby. Is he talking to him? <laughs> Who's he, talking he to is, him? Who's, who are that... they? They are coming for you. Who's they? Is Tucker afraid that the black people are coming for him? Is that what he's worried about? Yeah. That whole uh, piece that he did was about the radical left and how they're trying to basically make you feel guilty for crimes that your ancestors committed <laughs> and how eventually you'll have no rights. And it's just gross from the tippy top all the way to the tippy bottom. <laughs> I, and... I appreciate you talking like you're on Sesame Street right now. I feel yes. like that's how we would have to have a conversation with him. Yeah. Um, he's really just trying to incite people at this point. Like, anybody who believes any of his propaganda, um, I really I really urge you to look outside of that as your sole news source. Yeah, Please. you know what's crazy um, is, 
The Sesame Street was supposed to talk to children, like just explain <laughs> racism, and even him, he had a hard time understanding it because that was as clear as it could be. Yeah. Um, okay. Up next, TV stars called out for a racially insensitive joke. Plus, Lizzo shutting down the Shamers. with more Nightly Pop. Okay, an old clip from Whose Line Is It Anyway went viral this week. Wayne Brady posted, when you're joking but not really, when comedy and the truth meet up. Take a look. Uh, Ma'am, can you pick out the man that robbed you? (laughs) Number two. Number two. Y'all know this up, right? Sir, can you pick out the man that embezzled hundreds of millions of dollars from the American economy and then made you pay for it? You mean after systematically devaluing my education and relegating me to certain neighborhoods, whereas I couldn't actually pursue the education that would enable me to rise to meet a certain fiscal stature in this country? And also preventing you from making any loans for homes or jobs or businesses or getting a car lease. I have chills. Just so smart. Just so incredibly smart. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was it, it was a good response to the fact that Wayne and Aisha came back uh, quick was 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 funny and, and, and helped make it look uh, less offensive, uh, you know, with that oh. comeback. I don't even know if it was less offensive. I just think that what they said really put everyone in their place very quickly. But, you know, I wanted to bring up the fact that Wayne Brady actually posted this. This is why it went viral. It didn't just pop up. He said, um, when you're joking, but not really, when comedy and truth meet up. So I think this definitely affected him. I think he's a comic. But I definitely think the fact that he posted it speaks in volumes for sure. Yeah, I think Wayne Brady is one of the funniest people in the world, especially when it comes to improv. He's got the fastest mind He knows what he's doing, and he also is just a smart person in general. He understands Mm -hmm. uh, life in a way that most people don't because of his comedic view at how everything happens. It is a very good show. I I highly do recommend it. Meanwhile, Lizzo is shutting down her body shamers. She hit up TikTok to set these idiots straight. Hey, so I've been working out consistently for the last five years, and it may come as a surprise to some of y'all that I'm not working out to have your ideal body type. I'm working out to have my ideal body type. And you know what type that is? None of your f***ing business. Because I am beautiful. I am strong. I do my job. And I stay on my job. Lizzo doing this isn't just like a random thing. She is constantly uh, kind of like comedically abused. And I don't even want to use the comedy because it's not comedy at all. But she is the butt of a lot of jokes on TikTok. And it's so unfortunate because she has been such a role model for so many people. Yeah. Also, f*** those people. She's completely content with who she is, and she absolutely should be. I feel like I've been a fan of Lizzo from the moment that she came out, and I feel like she's happy, she's confident, she's doing what makes herself feel best. I don't know why anybody feels the need to take her down because it's not affecting her in any way. Yeah, I think she's more than content. I think she's happy. Like, I think Mm -hmm. Lizzo is someone who loves herself and she's 
fine with the way that she looks, the way she acts. I think not only do people pick apart like the way she looks, people don't like the fact that someone who is a plus size woman would have the nerve to wear a bikini or have the nerve to wear provocative clothes because there are so many women who are plus size who don't do that. And I think people want Lizzo to fit in a box. And she's like, mm-hmm. Look, this is this is your problem. And the fact that like people assume because she's a certain weight that she doesn't work out. And that's just she's emphatically not true. She's been working out for five years. Your waist does not determine your worth. Right. Mm. Or how happy you are. Absolutely. And I I think to further that point, Nina, I mean, people, I think, are so appalled that she could be content being that size. And the fact that she's not only content with it, but wants to show it off and feels beautiful and sexy. People just can't get their brains around that. And it's like, well, that's on you. That's a lot of wasted energy and a lot of wasted time on your behalf. You should just focus on making sure that you feel as good as possible instead of attacking Lizzo. If they're the people who are doing this, here's a little challenge out there. If you are making fun of Lizzo's weight or have any inclination to, what I'd like you to do is put on your favorite Lizzo album and perform (laughs) the entire thing at full volume on stage for thousands, dance the entire time, play instruments, and just be a charismatic leader on stage. And tell me that you're not completely winded and don't want to do that again on tour Night after night after night. She's in better Uh shape than most people in the world. Lizzo's doing a lot better than most of us. So kudos to Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to read this to you guys. And sad news for anyone hoping to get high on Molly and have sex on a Ferris wheel. Damn it. <laughs> Billboard reports that Coachella is now officially canceled until 2021 because of the pandemic. Are you guys devastated over Coachella? Or you guys don't give a I've never been to a damn Coachella, y'all. So to me, I, 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 this means absolutely nothing to me. You know, Coachella is not my ministry. I, I know you guys have both gone, so I should be asking mm-hmm. you both this question. No, it's not my ministry. I went one year. I left early. I, to me, I just love hearing you say something is not your ministry. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll be more clear about what is and what isn't my ministry moving forward. This is mm-hmm. not it. This the, pro, the the funny thing to me is as someone who likes the idea of like business and I love the idea of uh, what's going to be successful, what's not. I think we all looked at these like music festivals as like, wow, what an insane opportunity. If you're an investor in something like Coachella or EDC a year ago, you're like goldmine. How did you get that? Mm-hmm. And now I can't imagine a worse business to be in moving forward. Yeah, I, you guys, it's definitely I remember brutal. like looking up hotel rates just because I have never gone to Coachella, but I was like, well, maybe I can be in the city and just get it like, you know, rent a little house in Palm Springs or something yep. like everything was sold out. And even the cheapest, seediest of the motels were charging almost like a thousand dollars a night. So I know that oh. that has to be such a hit to the area um, that that's not going to be around. So, you know, we'll, there, I'm sure maybe somebody will do some type of alternative. It's unfortunate that it's affecting the economy so bad, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there won't be any price gouging going on because that definitely was happening. Coachella is coming in 2021. I know everyone's going to be excited. And finally, in some good news, New York City is slowly starting to open back up after three months of lockdown. But since most restaurant and public bathrooms still remain closed, according to the New York Post, many New Yorkers have made the streets their communal toilet. Oh, my god! This, to me, in New York. I think about this. I think that there's definitely a lot of peeing and squatting on that. It's not surprising to me in the city. I feel like people pee there everywhere. Think about even just walking walking around New York. Like if you have to commute to work and you're walking a few blocks and you have to use the restroom at some point, 
now there's no restrooms to use. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, New York's covered in doo-doo and pee-pee already. <laughs> this is not new. Yeah. Yeah, very I mean, valid. It's very valid. Also, for men, I don't feel like this is going to be as big of a, a deal as it is for women. Like, I need a restroom. I'm not going in a bush. Like, I I need, you know, I'm I'm not cool with with my private parts being that close in proximity to the ground. Like, I I, I need mm. a buffer. I need I need a buffer, yeah. y'all. I can't I can't. That have behavior it. that behavior is definitely more for Coachella. Like peeing in bushes <laughs> at Coachella, not a problem. You can pee anywhere there, quite frankly. Ooh. That that is the good part about Coachella. Mm-mm. So maybe I will go back. Maybe everybody just needs All to right. stay in the house, child, because this is too much. Mm. It is. All right, stay right here because up next, HBO's Insecure is helping us solve all of your relationship problems. The finale of Insecure airs this Sunday, and the HBO series has definitely tackled a lot of relationship issues. So we thought it would be fun to pick some of the show's big moments and weigh in on them in Insecure Much. (laughs) Okay, first up, what if you found out your new friend did this? Ooh, these are beautiful. Did these come from a client? Yeah, from the new boo account. <laughs> well, I guess actually, her baby brought us together too. What do you mean? Um, it's, I don't know if I told you, but I actually met him at Tiff's baby shower. Really? Because there weren't a lot of men there. The name is Lawrence. What, do you know him? Issa and Lawrence are exes. They dated. They were a couple. They were together. Now they're not. So if you guys found out that a new friend of yours was dating your ex, could you be friends with them? Ooh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no way in hell absolutely is really not. the answer to that question. It's absolutely just not acceptable. It never works out unless no. you've both moved on completely. No, it's not necessary. I, I'm not saying separate. that we'll have beef. I'm not saying that me and you have to hate each other. Um, but I, I have no desire to be friends with someone who's dating my ex, especially for Issa and Lawrence on the show. They they were exes mm-hmm. of five years. Like, that was not... It's not like a fling. It wasn't a six-month relationship. Like, it was a five-year relationship. They lived together. No, girl, we can't be friends. Sorry. Uh, as an adult, since, like, being in my 20s, I think I've made, like, five new friends total. Like, I don't need you as my friend. And if you go ahead and date my ex, good luck. Have fun. But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm personally going to stay away. And on to the next one. Is this a big warning sign in a new relationship if everything else is going right? It's been almost a month and I'm just not feeling close to him. It's weird. It's all good sex and woody banter. But... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Makes you laugh and he don't work at the airport? What's the problem? Because I don't hear it. He's just not <laughs> opening up. And meanwhile, I'm telling him everything. I even told him how I had to wear a helmet to bed till I was 11. Are you sure you're not looking for something? So I feel like it would be um, not necessarily a red flag, but definitely something I would have to talk to the person about if we're talking about being in a relationship and you can't share any information, but you want to know all my business. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're going to be in, in an intimate relationship with somebody, you both need to be open and honest and expose yourself as much as, much as possible. <laughs> as I much try as to possible. expose myself as much yeah. as possible. My question yeah. is, if you were dating somebody and they were perfect, and this is my side mm-hmm. question based on the clip, they were perfect. Okay. As she said, do you uh, and didn't yeah. work at an airport and made you laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But every night they had to go to sleep for whatever reason with a helmet on as an adult. 
are you staying in that relationship? I, I'm absolutely not because I'm shallow and vapid, but other people who are better than me would. Yeah, I'm not, I would. I'm I would. I put a helmet I on too. It. We can go ahead and knock yeah. each other in the head all night. I don't care. Ha- have <laughs> yourself a little like you know how Rams have sex, <laughs> just going head first into things. I love it. I'm into it. Yeah. Oh my all God. right. Relationships can be about timing. Like you might meet a person too early in your life, or date them before they fully grow into who you were hoping they would become. But the person he is now is not the person he was with me. What do you mean? Like they were out to lunch and I'm pretty sure he was gonna pay. I never got that. You know, I got the work in progress. I think that this is everybody's fear when you leave a relationship and then yeah. you see them move on with someone else, you know, and they're this fully developed person. You feel responsible for making that person as great as they are. Has this ever happened to you guys? Uh, that somebody glowed up afterwards? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always nice. leave people better than how they came in, honey. I'm just so competitive that as soon as I'm out of a relationship, <laughs> oh I'm like, God. I'm gonna be the glow up. And <laughs> I start painting, I start gardening, I start reading books with four syllable words and And I'm like, uh, look at me now, baby. Yes, <laughs> but just do it that's very well do said. Not, do not do a glow up so that you can post on Instagram and be like, see bitch, I glowed up. Do it for you, Spike. otherwise it's not authentic yeah. and it's not gonna stick. Right. All right. We're done. Okay. That does it for us. Be sure to tune in to us tomorrow night at 11 p.m. for an all new show. Goodbye. Bye.